Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. eyes and he stumbled and fell. I rode across the creek, got off the horse and took my rifle out of the scabbard in case I had to make a shot. For 20 minutes with my spotlight, we watched these two creatures. I, I would, I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. I've met people who swear they've seen Bigfoot. It's a very ominous feeling. First of all, everything is one color. It's like a dark pewter color. There are no right angles anywhere. There was almost nothing other than a small foldable hatchway that looked recognizable. Everything was, uh, was really unworldly. The other option is, is that these entities are in fact hybrid beings. They are some sort of a hybrid that's coming in and out of our dimension. My arm contacted him. He just fell back very unexpectedly easy into the other one and I rolled off the table in the other direction and uh, they came around the table and the three of them were coming towards me. What's going on? How are you? Good. I'm excited. It's a weekend. Uh, I feel like we're always doing this on the weekend. Yeah. Well, because we actually have normal jobs that we have to go do Monday through Friday. Right. But, um, but this is the stuff we want to do. This is our like hobby and stuff. So yeah, weekend time. I think a lot of our listeners can relate to that, my friend. I feel like we all do things just to what is it? Work to live instead of live to work. That's what yep. I want to do. Yep, absolutely. But yeah, um, we got a pretty cool episode tonight. I think we're gonna be talking about something that a lot of people know about, thanks to Disney, but <laughs> uh, also thanks to uh, just a lot of different you know stories out there and and uh, like I guess folklore. We're going to be talking about mermaids and pretty much like sea folk, you know, people that live out like these kind of human fish hybrids, basically, that have been reported all around the world pretty much for centuries, you know, ever since uh, like, you know, ancient cultures from different parts of the world have had different stories of these things. And um, yeah, they differ from each other as far as descriptions and attitudes and, you know, the way that they behave and stuff. But like, um, there's something going on with a humanoid type creature that lives out in the sea it seems like and before you try to shut this off because you're like oh it's mermaids like we're talking about something that's so out there like yeah i can get behind bigfoot i can get behind aliens i can get behind a couple things i feel you but at the same time think about this you guys 75 percent or 70 percent i can't remember exactly guys so don't hold me to it of the world is water i have ocean and we still haven't even looked into what is it like 0.06 i think six percent of the ocean we even know about Let's just give it a chance. Let's give it a shot. I think that there's a lot more truth to it, and we're going to delve into it tonight because I've become a believer over the last, like, 
And you guys know me. I'm the one that saw the fairy, right? I'm the one that saw that creepy creature. I'm the one that saw Bigfoot on the side of the road. I've seen things. Right. But I'm like, hmm. You know, and then I've become a believer. I, I actually downloaded TikTok again. I'm not a huge fan of it for a lot of reasons uh, as far as like privacy goes. But definitely some things on there are showing me that there's something that might be going on here for sure. Right. For our listeners, I don't know if you ever watched it. It was I think it was on the Travel Channel or Discovery or one of those... One of those kind of like uh, nature kind of channels. They had this documentary a few years back. Actually, it's probably, man, time flies for me. So it's probably like 10, 12 years ago. But for those who, it's called like a mermaid discovery found or um, something like that. Uh, so I'll, we're going to post what it is um, once I once it comes to me. But it was a, a documentary based on um, if mer- mermaids are real, basically how they would have evolved from our ancestors and Apparently, like some kind of the uh, like some of the Homo sapiens, like whatever it was that are before actual modern humans, the ones that were living like along the sea, uh, seashores and stuff, would go into the ocean all the time to catch fish and catch like crustaceans and stuff, and like they would just migrate further and further into the oceans, and supposedly eventually like kind of like um, evolved to have like gills and stuff like that, and so. This is like their explanation of what mermaids could be—that you know they're sort of humanoid like we are, but yet they're like part fish and they can actually live in the sea but like you know even whales they have to come up and they have have the blowhole right and they have to like get a little bit of oxygen because they're mammals that's what this reminds me of it's like uh like if they exist they probably have to come out sometimes and like breathe some air and or get some oxygen somehow and then go back into the deep sea again you know i mean i know you guys are all like us right when it comes to researching and i know y'all i know y'all have seen like chills and um, slap Tam and all those funny guys. Are we watched. single-handedly giving Chills like more viewership because <laughs> we give his name out there all the time? Don't, don't watch know. Chills, guys. Just kidding. Go watch Chills. Sometimes he's ridiculous because he like goes off of something that's like been proven wrong already, and he's just like, "What do you think?" But here's the thing: <laughs> I will say that there's videos on there where they, you'll see a mermaid sitting on a rock, and it's just sunbathing or whatever it might be, and it could be CGI. A lot of this stuff seems like CGI. So like I said, I wasn't a huge believer until sort of more recent stuff. I feel like nowadays we're starting to, I don't know if you guys have felt this either, but I feel like we're starting to get like knowledge. It's almost like knowledge is finally opening up, you know? Yeah. And I don't know why. What's the purpose behind that? But either way, I'm excited. I'm in for it. I mean, we got to be diligent. We got to be, what's the word uh, that I said today? Uh, I was praying. I was like, oh yeah, discernment. I want discernment. You know, Because right. I don't want to fall into a place where I'm like believing in every little pit of disaster, you know? But if something seems legit, it's legit. So, right. Um, but yeah, like the reason I was bringing all that up at that huge ramble is because you'll see them sitting on rocks and stuff. So I do believe that they breathe air if they're coming out, and then they go back in the water too. All right. So as promised, I looked it up right now, just as uh, my brother was talking. It's called Mermaids: The Body Found. Um, it's on Prime Video right now. So if you want to go watch it, check it out. We're not connected to this movie at all, this documentary, but it's just something that kind of um, interested me when I saw it, and it actually piqued my interest making me believe the idea that these things could exist. And then all of a sudden I went down a rabbit hole back then and started researching, you know, stories of like some of the old, old timey people come to America, like, you know, Christopher Columbus and, and um, the Hudson guy. We're going to go into his story too. But just um, these these people coming around to like the new world and not yeah, just like, the new world. It's but, a price plus land it is, isn't right? it? Yeah, Irish. Take, there's a lot of Irish. I got here and I'll take it right now. Right. But yeah, like just, I mean, there's a lot of stories about these things and it's like, a lot of these cultures didn't talk, you know, especially back in the old times. But yeah, this was an Animal Planet documentary originally. But yeah, I'd, I would suggest watching it. It's pretty cool the way that they put it all together. There's some hokey stuff in there. There's definitely some stuff that they present to be real that you can tell is like CGI and stuff. So, I mean, 
take it with a grain of salt, just like we do with everything. But I mean, that's one of the things I just wanted to talk about here. And, and a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about obviously could be faked, but at the same time, I don't know. There's, I feel like there's something to it. And I'm not saying I'm a believer 100%, but there's there's something to it. I mean, there's stuff. Look on TikTok, guys. There's some credible stuff on there. It's weird. It's like, it's just out in the open, too. But yeah. it's like, it's um, there's one in the Chinese, Chinese beach that washed up. Yeah. And it had a flipper. It was covered up, so you couldn't really see anything. But you could see there was a head on the other side, and it had hair. And it was like, a, you know, a, but everybody was like over there, bystanders, like kind of freaking out watching this thing. And I'm like, they weren't, you could tell it wasn't actors doing this, right? So whatever yeah. this was, there was people trying to figure out what it was, and they were involved in it. And so I think that, you know... We always try to we always try to see what's going on, like the Hollywood vibe, right? It's like if there's something in the that's fantastical, we want to go see what it is. So I think that was the human spirit right there, like literally looking at that, trying to figure out what it was. And so that that that's been washed up. And there's the one in China. There's one like that in a t- ton of them like that in Africa. Yeah. And there's a ton of them like that in like Euro- the Europe areas, you know, like um, European britain greece stuff like that so yeah i'm glad you brought up africa because that's the one that uh, as i was doing research tonight and looking up stories and stuff africa just kept coming up and it's like it's almost like that's a hot spot you know we talk about like different places that are hot spots for like dogmen and and bigfoot and and you know alien stuff ufos crop circles right all these different things yeah that seems to be yeah what's three that? two one what's the biggest dogman area that you can think of one two three ohio, ohio. oh <laughs> but then it's wisconsin that's uh bray road beast of bray road right that's really at that might be number one. Oh, you but better do it more justice. It's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. But um, no, but for real, there's something to it when you got all these these areas and a lot of different people that don't know each other that are coming out saying a lot of this, you know, same type of things as far as what they're seeing. And I, one of the things that's hard with, with ocean stuff, with uh, sea creatures, with um, river monsters, lake monsters, the thing that's hard with this stuff is... You can't see them fully, right? The ocean, the lakes and stuff, they're really dark. You look into it, it's black. It's its hard to see everything in there. And um, it's really, really easy to misidentify. And so I think a lot of these stories might be misidentifications. But at the same time, when somebody says, especially a sailor, like here's the thing. If I'm out on the sea all the time, if I'm out you know, on the ocean, that's what I do for a living. And you know, you see all kinds of animals in the water, right? You know what they are, you can identify them pretty well. Um, and then you have this story like, oh, I saw this mermaid, right? I'm going to take that pretty like as a credible thing because these people are out there as making their living on the sea. And they're saying that this was some weird interaction that they, they don't really see every day, right? Yeah. And they're also saying it was a mermaid. They're like, oh, it was a humanoid, you know, half woman, half man, whatever, half fish thing. When you hear that stuff, it's like, okay, again, we always go back to who's credible, who's not. Honestly, everyone's credible in our minds, in our eyes, but the ones that are the most credible are like those people, right? The ones that are doing it all the time, like hunters, right? For example, when they see Bigfoot, right? And uh, they finally have an experience with a Bigfoot or a dog man. They're out there hunting all the time. They know all the animals, the sounds, how things move in the woods, right? All this stuff. When they see something that's unique and then, you know, it sticks with them in their minds, uh, you know, you got you to gotta pay attention to that stuff. The national parks people, right? The people that are running the national parks and stuff. It's funny. They, those are like the most credible people of all time. I almost feel like them and cops and stuff right there. We've talked about this a bunch in our show, but yeah. 
if you're going to believe anybody, believe the fishermen, the hunters, the recreational people that are out there all the time. You right. know, we're out here in the city, you know, some of us are in the suburbs and we're in the suburbs too a little bit, but I would love it if I was in a place where it was like a house and then like three miles away, another house, three miles away, another house, right? Right. It's so, easy for us to misidentify, right? Because we're just suburbs people. We're in the city, right? And yeah. so when we go into the wild, it's easy for us to be like, oh, I think I saw something crazy. Dude, it might be you worse know? in the wild here because there's the, some homeless people that are looking like dragons or something. There's people <laughs> that are coming out of the woodwork that are scaring me half to death. I'm jumping in my car, rolling my window up and they're already, they're like punching my window like that one, that one meme where that guy's punching the window. <laughs> And yeah, you can make anything out of that. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, but for real, it's it's definitely a weird. It's weird to disbelieve somebody when you're not even in that area, when you're not really from this situation. Yeah. So I think yeah, let's give them credence. You know, I know like there's. I have a story about a fisherman. Actually, it's on TikTok. I'm gonna try to find the link. Oh, nice. Because we should post it. It's one of the craziest stories I've seen, and it's basically like a you know like sirens. You guys have heard the word siren. Mm-hmm. Um, oh brother, where art thou? Is the best with the sirens? Those three girls by the river. It's funny because, um, which is a great movie. Shout out the Coen oh, Brothers; yeah. they're amazing. Awesome movie. Yeah. So the on this TikTok video, this guy's literally in the middle of the ocean. I just showed it to Roman earlier today. Oh yeah. And he's literally in the middle of the ocean, right on this. We're, TikTok we're gonna video. have to share the link to this. I don't mean to interrupt you, but we're gonna have to share the link because this this kind of messed me up. Like I'm still thinking about this video. Yeah, and from both sides of the boat, there's something swimming with the same vigor and same power as the actual boat. And you can see the trail line of this thing swimming on both sides of this boat, like literally trailing the boat on both sides. And this guy's like, what in the world's going on? And the whole time they're trailing, whatever these things are trailing this boat are doing, you hear these like high-pitched screams, like, stuff like that. And he's in the middle of the boat, right? It's midnight, it's dark outside. He's out there. You know how fishermen will will do fishing at night most of the time. Yeah. Especially like way out there in the middle of the ocean. And I wonder if that's just because fish are a little bit more active, like the sea fish or something. But I mean, I don't know. I'm not a fisherman, so I have no idea. But yeah. If you are, let us know. That'd be cool. So it's out there, right? And he's trying to figure out what's going on. What's this noise? You see these two things trailing the boat. And then towards the very end of the video, he's like, what is going on? He even calls him out. He's like, where are you at? Because it sounds human, whatever it is. Yeah. saying something to him and totally like a siren like the classic siren words you know you'll hear in like the old greek mythology and stuff right and all of a sudden you hear this one say come to me oh swim oh yeah jump to me jump to me and then it goes ah oh and it was freaky that just clicked jump to me like like maybe they're trying to call him to jump into the water and then and then what do they do eat him take him underwater drown him it's yeah for those who um who have seen the pirates of the caribbean movie i think it was the one with blackbeard but there was also the mermaids on it too was Mm -hmm. that the same movie i don't know i mix them all up yeah uh, another reference to disney guys man we can't be we're going to get get some, I don't know, we're going to get in trouble. But I'm anyway. already canceled from Disney, so what can they, what yeah, can they do now? Yeah, I already canceled Disney Plus on my end. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I bought those movies because I like pirates. So anyway, I forget which one it is. They, they're they like cannibals. They eat humans and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and that's what I was thinking when I was watching this video. But it was crazy because I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, how do you fake this video? It'd be very hard to fake it. Whatever those things were that were in the water on the sides, they looked like a human shape. It wasn't super clear, but they were kind of humanoid. And they were like pale pale skin like yeah. almost a white color and then of course uh those those voices those sounds and and he's like dude i don't know what i'm hearing but it was creepy because um yeah it was like that wailing and but you know when you think about these things if they're if they're actually real right and they live in the sea there's a special connection between dolphins and humans and there always has been and i always thought that was very strange and it covers that in this documentary i brought up earlier 
yeah, we're both mammals. Yeah. You know, yeah, we both, one of the weird things about humans and dolphins, and this is going to go a little explicit here, but we're some, two of the only animals on the planet that have sex for fun, right? Just for fun, like not just to mate, but just for fun. Right. Uh, Which is interesting. And for the pleasure of it and stuff, um, dolphins do that, which is strange, but there's a, there's some culture in some area of Brazil, I think it is where they work hand in hand with dolphins on a regular basis to catch fish. So dolphins will swim these schools of fish into the people because they're fishermen, right? They're trying to catch their the food and stuff. And these dolphins will wait for their catch for doing it, like the, their reward pretty much. And so the fishermen will throw like 20 more fish back out and give them to the dolphins. But it's funny because it's like, what did the dolphins gain? I mean, they could eat these fish on their own. Like, why are they doing this to help humans, you know? And it's funny because there's some natural innate thing with humans and dolphins. They won't hurt us. They help us. There's been multiple stories where like, if we're out drowning, they'll 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 try to save you. They will fight off sharks and other like predators, you know, to, to save us. And then there's also like the whole echolocation sounds that like uh, mammals make, like um, dolphins and whales with them right in the, in the ocean. Yeah. And when you, that siren thing, that video we're talking about, um, it almost sounds like that. Like maybe that's how they communicate. So my theory is like the dolphin thing. Dolphins look really close to mermaids too in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. And I wonder if like... Again, misidentification maybe in some of them. My, my theory be... is that like dolphins and mermaids, if there's mermaids, they are working hand in hand. And I think dolphins look at us as humans when we're out there on the shore as the same thing. Yep. I think they, they literally think of us, if we're swimming, especially if we're swimming in the water, if they are dealing with mermaids and they're protecting themselves from sharks, because here's the coolest thing. The baddest MFers in the ocean are dolphins. They yeah. fight off sharks like it ain't no thing. They're well, literally like... They beat them up like a blunt object. Like they're, they're like, they use their nose as a mace and they yeah. just beat the hell they go out of this. John Wick on, on the sharks. Yeah. Know? And I think that's really cool. But I think the reason they do that, they do that is because they're, they have this like, power entitlement where it's like oh we can do this in groups it's a group thing well and i think mermaids are involved in that too well uh, what i was going to say is uh, humans as much as we try to be solitary and as much as you hear people saying you know in today's age oh i don't trust other people i don't like other people people. i hate people i only like dogs no man is an island that's what the bible says exactly you're sitting there on your, on your own island, we need I can each guarantee other. everybody that acts like they hate people is going to be crying and sad and depressed when they don't have somebody in their corner. Well, it's what happens. Look when there's a, you know, like a disaster situation. We rely on each other heavily and we need each other. Like we really do. And, and wolves are the same way. They work in a pack. And I think that's how dolphins are. I think yeah. dolphins are the wolves of the sea. And I think that um, humans, totally. and I think human humans, mermaids are the humans of, of the sea. So I think what's going on if they exist is they're like the humans and dolphins are like their dogs. And they, they work in a way like that where, like, you know, man's best friend, but yeah. in the ocean. Oh, I love that. Like, dolphins are the dogs of, of mermaids right. in a lot of ways. And that's hey, why, like, they're swimming those fish to us to eat, you know, but then we, quick, they get a catch. The random connection of a human mind, of a human connection in general. I was, I was at the liquor store today. Shout out the lady over there. She was super nice. She was talking to me. She was sitting behind me in the line, and she started making fun of me because I said something. She's like, you don't want to hold head up the line, huh? Because you said it. And I'm like, I don't think it was me, but, you know, hey, what's up, you know? And she's like, hey, look, you know, it's all good. You know, I'm just getting some uh, very, very infused wine and I'm going to hang out with my husband and we're going to have a good time because oh, he takes th- care of me all the I time. I thought she was the one working there. She was No, a- she was like a random lady okay. like, standing in line with me. <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing a podcast with my brother. I'm super excited about it. We're talking about some mermaids. We're like, you know, we're into supernatural stuff. She's like, oh, really? She was all excited. And then she's like, you didn't tell me this until yeah, now. And she's like, I know I didn't. And she's like, well, my husband loves blue roses and he likes paranormal stuff as well. And he likes aliens. <laughs> he thinks the alien thing's legit. I don't know if I think it is. And she's like, but I'm excited to be able to, you know, 
do something nice for him because he does so many things nice for me. Oh, that's I'm cool. Like, that's cute. I'm like, hey, <laughs> shout out that lady. So there's a, a perfect little human interaction, right? Right. She's like, have a great night. I'm like, you have a great night. Sounds like you guys are going to oh, have yeah, a better we, time than us. So. <laughs> yeah, we need, again, we need each other. And it's just funny when I hear that statement of like, oh, I don't like other people. You will like them in a disaster situation when it's like, or you might, I mean, these shows are pretty um, realistic when it's like you'll have factions and, and a lot of people hurt each other in those situations too but but you know what I think <clears throat> the other thing I was going to bring up and this is related to the whole dolphin mermaid thing did you ever see the video where there was a shark that got pulled up from like a fisherman's net and they opened the the belly up and there was a like human hand bones inside the belly of the shark mm, I do remember you and, telling me this and I think you showed me the pictures that's great we'll share it we'll see if I can find the link man we'll share the link but yeah human hand bones and then they found this like and it, what it was holding the human hand was holding a, a primitive, primitive spear style thing. spear with like a like a spearhead on it that was only made from ocean, like ocean materials shells. like a coral. It was made from coral, That's what it was, like yeah. from within the ocean. I think it made me wonder if it was like a mermaid trying to fight off a shark, right, with like these human tools. Because you know, if it does evolve from us, if it's a like an ape, you know, not that I I don't even know if I believe that we a come from apes, but used to be a right, exactly. Yeah, but like you know, yeah, the whole evolution if it comes from the same line that we come Jeff from. Jeff Meldrum, help us out. <laughs> yeah, help us, Jeff. I think I just called him. Meldrum when we met him, just his last name. But anyway, no, I think if, if that was a real video, it's pretty weird. I mean, it could have been a human tool, could have been an actual human hand, but maybe it was a mermaid hand. You never know. All right, you ready to get to the meat of this thing? All right, here we go. Just so you guys all know, there's literally types of mermaids. So whoever is putting this together really does believe in these things. And I think I'm not in the camp of not believing, right? I'm just saying I, I'm very crucial of it or very critical of it rather. Uh, but there's types of mermaids. So they say it's either ext- extraterrestrials, it's either human-born, you know, also known as landwalkers or half-mermaids, hybrids, ocean-born, spirit mermaids, akaya, laras, or mamiwatas. So there's a lot of differences out there, and a lot of people have some kind of, yeah, that's what it is. It's a mamiwata. Yeah, that, that stands for uh, mother of the water. I, I read that earlier. No mommy wata. Yeah, it does. Mamiwata. That makes so much sense. Yeah. It's mamiwata. It's the mother of the water. She's got the wall. Yeah. It's crazy. So earliest record of mermaid stories comes from about a thousand bc from a place called assyria the goddess atargetus was the subject of a myth where she accidentally killed the human she had fallen in love with then jumped into the water to hide in shame her godly beauty could not be concealed and so she became half human and half fish kind of reminds me of um medusa right a little mm-hmm. bit from there the greeks recognized her in their own mythology as derkito after that there is a speculation that the myth influenced some of the tales of aphrodite and eros who became fish and are today honored in the constellation pisces hmm. that's why constellation pisces i wonder if that's yeah. part of the whole like reason that's a water uh sign but that was from a thousand bc so so that's a long time back. ago. So think about that, you guys. Like, There's a lot of things that have happened that are a long time ago. Well, and part of it, too, like, I mean, we come a little bit from, like, the biblical standpoint just because, like, totally. I mean, my brother especially, I'm a lot less versed in the Bible than he is, but he's pretty versed in it. He actually did some missionary work for a time. And it's funny because, like, um, you know, you, yeah, well, there's the, you know, the fallen angel side of it, but there's also, like, the original stuff before even all that with the Anunnaki supposedly mm-hmm. coming down here. And um, what's going on in the world today with, like— the way they keep trying to like, you know, there's like the, um, how you can like pick your own child. Like you can, you know, change the cells so that it's a certain type of child. How oh it's yeah. Born. We were talking to that, that lady at Chili's. Stuff, right? Remember she was like, yeah, we're like, we're enjoying Chili's. We're like, oh yeah, we're, we're doing a podcast. We just got done tonight with our yeah. first ever interview or second interview, interview with an actual person, which was Tim Moon. Shout out last episode. That was really fun. Yeah. Thanks Tim. That was a great episode. But we're over there kind of celebrating, having a good time. We had some, you know, f- some food in us and 
the waitress comes up and she's like, are you guys twins? She starts looking at us both, right? And she's just doing, we get we get this a lot, by the way. Um, you guys know, you guys probably like, who the heck is talking right now? Jaren or Roman, right? It's Jaren, by the way. But it's like, she she looked at us both and she's like, are you guys twins? And we're like, yeah, we're twins. And she's like, oh, wow. She's like, well, I have a twin. I have twins at home. And we're like, oh, cool. Are they um, identical or fraternal? She's like, well, they're fraternal. I was like, okay, cool. So it's a boy and a girl. She's like, yeah, it is a boy and a girl. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, we're identical. We're mirror twins. We literally have the same DNA. We're one egg split into two. And we talked about our... Yeah, it's pretty scary because if he ever goes rogue and commits a crime, I could actually be framed for it pretty much. We have the same DNA, the same fingerprints, y'all. It's crazy. So so she was saying all this stuff, and we're like, oh, cool. Well, do you have like twins in your family? And she's like, no, we just put them in a lab. We made them in a lab. Remember how she said that? Well, she she what do they call it? They uh, I forget what it's like called. Fertility. You guys you guys will know. It's a fertility drug that um, you take to um, enhance your ability to have more a higher chance of having kids. Um, especially for those who have a hard time having kids. I forget what it's called right now, but anyway, it is this kind of a, like a cell treatment, and it's a it's a pill I think you take and stuff. But um, yeah, it's like a therapy. But anyway, where I was going with that with the Anunnaki is um, I think from what it sounds like after all the research I've done is like they were doing and probably the fallen angels too the you know the uh Nephilim 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 Nephilim. Uh, wow I'm struggling anyway they uh who knows what they were getting into who knows what they were doing what if they were like like what if the mermaid is a result of some kind of weird breeding going on you know with with uh like fish creature fish and human hybrid type stuff like you never know right and that's maybe what the dogman is maybe what Bigfoot is maybe they're all results of the Anunnaki trying to create some kind of like slave race and they messed up so many times and yet these things kept multiplying and, and we're the result of the final slave race who knows let me know what you guys all think of this that's a good good thought rome yeah um, my thought is look we're, we're coming up to the end again it feels like i'm just yeah. saying that i'm just being honest you know the world's crazy it's completely upside down everything that will used to be a, a staple in society is opposite now right and whatever you wherever you stand on that i'm not judging i'm just saying yeah morals are out the window for a lot of these young kids and stuff yeah anything that's good is bad anything that's bad is good there's furries in middle schools now that are people like acting like they want to be identifying as some lizard or something so with all that being said i'm wondering if you guys like if there's a cycle in the world where like look at sodom and gomorrah right the two angels showed up michael and and, um gabriel they came and took lot and his family out of there and they said you're the last like okay people and you're literally okay you're not good you're okay yeah so like they take lot and they're like not the perfect people right law is literally saying i'm gonna just let my daughter go to have relations with all the people in the city because literally everyone in the city is so corrupt they want to have relations with everyone that shows up in the city all together whatever it might be so it's really creepy but what happens in gamora stays in gamora that's very similar to like vegas right yeah, exactly. and it's very similar to the whole world right now i feel like the whole world's going crazy as as crap right the epstein stuff the different things right but i will say that like but now it's actually ramping up right it's doing this whole thing where it's like Okay, now there's aliens that exist. Now there's this thing that exists. They're probably going to tell us Bigfoot exists, which we all already know, you know, but it's like all these things that are happening. So I think there's like a cycle in the world. It's like every couple thousand, you know, three, four thousand years, the world gets corrupt again. And now we need to recycle it again because it's not working, you know? Right. I think the human spirit is very vengeful, you guys. Everyone has a vengeful spirit. Everyone has an angry spirit. I get angry every day. I stub my toe, I'm angry. My boss tells me to get something done, EOD, end of day. End of day. <laughs> I'm a little frustrated. You know, somebody cuts me off in the lane, I'm a little frustrated. They got something wrong on my food, I'm a little frustrated, right? So there's all these things, right? I feel like we're very, a little bit fragile as humans. And so I think there's something going on here where there's a recycle effect. Yeah, And I think there's beings out here that we don't know about because when the recycle happens, I don't know if it really destroys everything. I almost wonder if there's a lot of things kind of hanging around because it's not meant to fully destroy everything. I wonder if it's meant to just recycle literally human. I feel like humankind is the problem, guys, sometimes. 
And I hope that's not the case because I believe in humans, but well, it's the like, corruptibility of human of the human race. Yeah, you the know, Soros I'm, vibe, you know, the <clears throat> Bill yeah. Gates vibe, you know. Yeah, but so. no, there's a lot of evidence to prove that. Yeah, the flood definitely happened. We all know that, but there's also like this, you know, races and and creatures that maybe escaped that somehow or have kind of survived it somehow and uh so that's a weird part too i think the world is older than you know than we think but um but yeah that's what yeah. i mean we go to the rabbit holes when we start talking about we this both stuff became kind of old earthers <clears throat> if you guys listen to um the confessionals episode with yeah the confessionals i think so with tony merkel and his buddy from the um to kill him oh yeah it was a uh, van tesla van tesla yeah they talk about it and he actually brings up some really really good points that i literally never thought of so mm-hmm. yeah i was surprised um, I would say give it a shot. It's up to you if you want to believe it, but I, I feel like it's very credible. way back right i was talking about this henry hudson he was famously the first european to sail up the river and explore the bay that both now bear his name in 1608 hudson noted in his logbook that a few of his crew and himself spotted a mermaid swimming up close to the ship's side looking up at them can you imagine that just like that video though but like looking up like kind of underwater like let's say kind of submerged but the eyes like staring up at him kind of like i'd be i'd be keith sweating over there big time the sailors claimed that from the navel up, her back and breasts were like a woman's, but when she dove under the water, they saw her tail, which was like the tail of a porpoise. Everyone look up a porpoise. It's basically like a dolphin, but it's a it's it's a type of whale, but it looks like a dolphin. Okay. Captain John Smith is probably the best known for his exploits in Jamestown, the first American colony, but Smith had quite a few adventures on the high seas before he ever met Pocahontas. These maritime escapades continued in 1611 when he was sailing off an island in the West Indies and saw women swimming with all possible grace who, despite her long green hair, by the way, I've heard the green hair thing a couple times now, was by no means unattractive. The intrigued Captain Smith then observed that from below the stomach the woman gave way to the fish that was how he worded it gave way to the below fish. the navel again gave way to the fish as the lovely siren slipped away so basically he was saying she had a fish tail fish legs yet a, a woman's upper torso but she gave way to the fish side of it as in when she went to go swim you could only see the fish side coming yeah. down and yeah so she he's literally saying yeah i saw a mermaid for sure yeah um, it's it's an old-timey english way of saying stuff right yeah and just so you guys know hey if anybody's trying to say like what version of the bible should i let read or whatever right i always try to say this like the king james version is going to say it just like that what john right. smith said right but what i said is that yeah it flipped over and it had a fin is basically what are you saying and that's what the niv version would say or the new king james version would say so yeah just so all y'all know that's like it's the same kind of wording for all these different things yeah right? like the way that we uh i mean there's a lot of slang nowadays that won't exist in the future and people are like what does that mean you know like, like somebody saying back hey i'm gonna holler at you later that's like a newer version of saying i'll call you later and right back in the old days it's like i'm gonna come find you so earlier i was watching you know we're doing research for this stuff shout out to everybody else who has stuff that have they posted before we have because just aids us in our little search on stuff and bless you all for listening to us if this 
the first time you're actually hearing about mermaids and, you know, maybe you're learning something from us. That's cool, you know. Are you saying we're committing a crime by aiding and abetting? And then, you know, what's funny is, like, somebody else is going to aid and abet. And it's like when you tell somebody a secret in school, right? Yeah, I just I just don't think that much about it. I just just move forward. Oh, I'm going know? way too ahead. I'm going way too ahead of myself, aren't I? I do that every day right now. So I talked about Africa. Um, in 2012, I was watching this video. So this happened in 2012. And by the way, that's kind of the same time frame as the uh, documentary I was talking about. So who knows if it's some kind of like ploy to get the documentary to get like marketing or something. I don't know. 2012 is when CERN did some crazy stuff and when the whole world kind of changed. I feel True. Like. When did um, Stranger Things first come out? Was it 12? Or was it 2017 okay. or 16. It was later. But I okay. think they were going off of that same storyline. So... Construction crews were building dams in Zimbabwe, and I was watching this YouTube video on this stuff, and um, it was crazy because every single worker that was working there, like imagine you have a crew of, you know, 60, 80 people working on this dam. You're trying to build this huge dam to, you know, block the water from going, and um, I, I don't know, the, all the crew was saying that there, that there was like spirits in the water that were harming them, the workers, and that were causing a lot of problems for the work. And this was like legit. They refused to finish the project because they were claiming mermaids were in the water. Uh, some of them were same spirits but most of it was like there's creatures in the water that are halting our production right where was this at again zimbabwe oh gotcha and there were some pumps so there's at one point when i was watching the video there was these pumps that would pump water right and uh they stopped working mysteriously and they couldn't prove why and so they sent some divers down this is some pretty deep water sent some divers down and um they investigated and these divers were like i don't see any reason why there's an issue here but while this was happening there was all these other weird malfunctions starting to happen and one of the divers I think almost drowned mysteriously like just got pulled like almost like he said he got pulled into the water deeper and deeper and he blamed the mermaids and so they abandoned this job for like a year or something never got finished and so this this dam just sit there that wasn't you know finished and eventually they you know came back and did it but they had to do this um ritual in order to uh like cast out the spirits of the of this river or whatever it was they call it a ritual but once they did that all the stuff's halted so i wonder if it was like kind of like a spiritual thing like a demonic thing but a lot of the workers said no there was actual physical beings physical like beings. reaching up like if you were standing on the shore of the water as you're trying to work on this dam you would you would see something you'd be at risk of getting your ankles grabbed by this like you know humanoid hand pulling you into the water Damn. and drowning you and so they they literally had a strike and actually the government confirmed it and basically was going to try to aid in trying to get this thing rebuilt but they did the ritual thing first and that solved the issue isn't it cool that other countries by the way are willing because I'm kind of I'm kind of knocking on the U.S. right now because I love the U.S. I'm an American through and through. I got to pledge allegiance in my front room, but I'm not happy with the idea that every other country are telling their people what's up. They're not playing games. Yeah, you know. Yep. And that's what Zimbabwe did. They're like, oh, this is what's happening. 2012. Boom. We just had some crazy stuff happen. We don't know how to describe it, but it's what's happening. You know, it's the first time in our lifetime that we're starting to see that with the UFO thing. But what is the game, right? The whole Las Vegas thing that just happened. I'm just thinking out loud because there's so much weirdness going on with that. But I was just thinking of the Harry Potter Goblet of Fire, one of my favorite movies um, of the Harry Potter series. Those mermaids, remember, you can only hear them in the water. So if you open up the egg, when he's in the water, he can hear them actually talking. Oh, yeah. When mm -hmm. he shuts the egg and he opens it up in the air, it's like screaming at him and it hurts his ears. I think there's some truth to that. I think there's something going on where mermaids could probably communicate with us in the water. And they're probably, they're probably, they probably mean well, is my guess. 
But I feel like every time I hear about these mermaid stories, there's always like some malice going on. Some negative con- connotation. And I felt like the Goblet of Fire uh, mermaids were like that too. They're like holding yeah. Jenny down in the water and like these other people down in the water, that like Swedish girl's little sister or whatever. Well, yeah, it's I think... Like, what's going on I here? think a lot of these stories... And that just might be a folklore thing. I think a lot of these stories come from sailors, come from... But a lot of the sailors say there's good things happening. Like it's a good omen to see a mermaid. They'll protect yeah. you in the waters and stuff like that. But let's just say you're a captain. We just watched that Demeter movie, which was so awesome. Oh, yeah. By the way, that Dracula one. I don't know why it's getting but negative reviews, guys. It's a little watch vampire it. movie attacking so people fun. on a boat. Like it's amazing. If you're a horror guy, if you're a horror person, go watch that movie. It's awesome. But especially if you like Dracula and like vampire lore. But anyway, um, yeah. Shout imagine, out Mr. Barlow. He's coming soon. He's going to meet with all of Mr. us. Mr. Barlow soon. will be here very soon. I promise you. Imagine you're a captain of a ship, right? And you have a crew and everything. I mean, you might want to do things to try to scare him. Like, hey, you know, watch out on the water's edge at night because these things will try to lure you into the water. You know, like, and you know, just as like a way to kind of scare. Your, your crew and stuff into submission. I'm sure that stuff happens, but there's got to be some truth to it. Going back to history, I wanted to cover this really quick because I just, I think it's pretty cool. Christopher Columbus, right? The guy that's known for potentially finding, you know, the new world first, which I don't think that's true. A lot of people nowadays kind of believe that maybe it was Vikings before it was Columbus, but this is 1493. Christopher Columbus, he claimed that he had an encounter with three mermaids off the coast of Haiti. He wrote in a journal that they rose out of the sea and they are not so beautiful and some masculine traits. So he's basically saying they're not as pretty as, like, I was told. Says, they're yeah. more, like, masculine looking, right? Like, so, he's picturing Giselle. What's her name? Giselle, Tom Brady's ex-wife, you know, coming out of the water, and it's, like, not. Or Gal Gadot or something. It's looking like, it's looking like John Cena coming out of the water. <laughs> it's got John Cena's face and my guy Theo Vaughn's, Jeez. like, comedy, you know? It's Probably like, that hey, what's too. up? Like, hey, look, you know, give me five Oh, bucks. gosh. Falls back in the water. Retreat. The new world's horrible. Um... During the 1500s, sailors also used to collect these miniature mermaid-like skeletons that they called Jenny Hanevers, and they'd sell them to tourists. For centuries, people saw this as definitive proof that mermaids were real. That was 1500s. So there's like some legit stuff here, you guys. And they were miniature mermaids, so like maybe baby ones that would wash ashore or something like that. Like, where are they finding these things, you know? Makes me wonder. I picture the ones, I don't know where I've seen this from, but it's like a a little body with like a bunch of legs, like a Mm -hmm. squid legs, but like a human head and a human body. Genevers. What do you call Genevers? Jenny... Jenny Hevers? Jenny something. Jenny Hanevers. Jenny, Jenny Hanevers. You know? Post that on Facebook Marketplace and see who's going to pick one up, you know? So have you ever heard the uh, the story of Mermaid Point? Did you read about that at no, all? I have this, no. Yeah. This is crazy. Um, so I don't do my homework like you, bud. <laughs> This comes from uh, Chatham County, uh, which is North Carolina. It's over 100 miles from the ocean. It's not the first place you go to expect to see mermaids, but according to one old North Carolina legend, Chatham County was just the place to see them. Mermaid Point is the name of the spot in southeastern Chatham County where the Deep and Hob Rivers meet to form the Cape Fear River. The Cape River flows through eastern North Carolina down to Wilmington, where it broadens and finally joins the sea near Bald Head Island, at the place from which the river de- derives its its name, Cape Fear itself. The name is said to come from the 16th century explorers Sir Richard Grenville and John White, both of whom nearly wrecked their ships when navigating the Cape. The Cape Fear River was one of the early economic drivers in North Carolina. It provided transportation from Piermont down to the point of Wilmington, although going all the way down to the river required passing through a series of dangerous falls and rapids. That sounds intense. Mm -hmm. The river was once teeming with the Atlantic sturgeon, a strange-looking ancient species of fish that spends most of its life in the ocean, but, like the salmon, travels up into fresh water to spawn. Yeah, I'm scared of sturgeon, man. I got got problems with sturgeon. Me Me and sturgeon are enemies a little bit because they go into fresh water they're creepy yeah, I'm, looking i'm in utah y'all i'm in utah right you know idaho's right next door mm-hmm. 
And Idaho has some beautiful rivers and some beautiful land. But we're over there hanging out in Idaho, right? You catch us in a river, you never know if you're going to find a spined creature swimming next to you that's like six feet long sometimes. Right, right. That's why they scare me. That's a sturgeon. You guys, I don't know if you guys have seen <coughs> sturgeon. They look like catfish, but like with armor on. Well, they got like spiny. Yeah, like, they're like armored catfish. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And then it says, um, in 17, by the way, this is coming from um, Mermaid Point. It's a, it's coming from NorthCarolinaGhosts.com, by the way. It's So it's kind of a local, <clears throat> a local publish. But in 1740, four Scotsmen, Duncan Campbell, James McLaughlin and the brothers Hector and Neil McNeil purchased several large tracts of land in the area where the Haw and Deep Rivers merged into the Cape Fear to form a town named Lockville. The fledgling settlement they planted was soon joined by a man by the name of Ambrose Ramsey who calculated that if there's money to be made, that means there's money to be spent. And he was pretty sure he knew one of the best ways for this to happen and so he opened a tavern. What's the dude's name again? Ambrose Ramsey. Bro, I went to Harmon's the other day. This is a grocery store down the street, and there's like this thing called Ambrosia down there. And I think that dude's like, was this dude wearing, I wonder this guy was wearing like rainbow outfit. And he's trying to make money, you know. I picture this guy like a leprechaun now. Yeah. I have problems thinking he's not anything bigger than like three feet, you know. And he's like, there's money to be made, there's money to be spent. Right. Like, who is this guy? Ramsey's Tavern sat right by the banks of the Deep River, a short distance upstream of where it joined the Ha. When people left the tavern at the end of the night, this confluence was on the path home, and in the middle of this broad channel was a long white sandbar, and it was on this channel that people said that they saw mermaids. See, so there you go. I think there's some truth to that for sure. Um, I'm going to start saying confluence when I'm saying like, uh, it's like, hey, where are you heading? I'm like, I'm heading to the confluence, you know? <laughs> and then you'll have to look up what that means. It's like, it's like, tavern, in, it's like influence a bar, right? versus confluence. No, it's like I'm heading, the confluence is like I'm heading to the tavern in a way, right? Isn't that right. what the word story yeah. says? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm heading <clears throat> to the confluence this weekend. Does somebody come with me is the question. So it says that they said that the mermaids would sit on the sandbar at night, combing their long hair in the moonlight. People walking home from the tavern would see them laughing, singing, and playing, and splashing in the water. They would dive below the surface if anyone should call out to them or try to approach. Hmm. It's crazy, huh? Mermaids are thought to be creatures of the sea, so why are they here? Why so far inland? The explanation come forth that everyone knew that mermaids were vain creatures. They swam up from the coast to wash the salt from their hair so it would be more shiny and beautiful. I think that's kind of a cop-out. I think really what it was is probably more like... The food is more prevalent, and maybe you're not in the presence of so many predators if you're like in the, yeah, that's what I you think. know, like along a riverside kind of thing. Plus, like, yeah, you can relax more. You know, you can just relax more in like the in the river setting. Type I don't of know thing. what it is about like mermaids, but I feel like as men, as people in general, we have like feet and and arms, right? Yeah, and we we have like a huge advantage for that reason. Yeah, I feel like if you're a mermaid, it's like it's literally restricting. Like if anybody's ever gone like snowboarding. Oh, yeah. When I tried to go snowboarding, I literally couldn't do it. Some people, shout out, you guys can. That's amazing. But I went skiing instead because I felt like I could move my feet, and it mm-hmm. felt really good to move my feet. I feel like if you're like a mermaid, I think you're kind of like lower on the chain. I don't right. think you're like the king of the world. Like As humans, we're smart. We got tech. <clears throat> we have strength. We can run pretty fast. We can't run like a cheetah or a lion. We can't climb up. I saw a video of a leopard pulling a freaking wildebeest up the tree like it was nothing, just barely. Yeah. And that was really I've seen scary. That. I've seen that. But, so yeah, I don't feel like we're the apex, but I do say that we're still like on top. Like we're running this world by ourselves, right? Not yeah. animals. I feel like if you're a mermaid, you're not running that world. You're not running that ocean. There's something else out there taking over a little bit. Right. And so I think, yeah, I think they have to find ways to sort of protect themselves, you know? Yeah. And that makes sense. I feel like they're reaching out to us as humans in a lot of ways. Like maybe we are really connected in some way and they want us to help them, you know? 
I mean, you look at boats, and when the boats are going, and you see the dolphins just, you know, cruising along the boat and mm-hmm. stuff, it's like, makes you wonder. It's like the dolphins really are accustomed to how we behave as humans somehow, and it makes you wonder how that is, because that, that's like a learned behavior over a long period of time, you know, like a, a natural... And I like dolphins, their, but I yeah. feel like um, a lot of the stories about mermaids are a little bit more intense. I don't know why right. they're, like, more aggressive towards humans, maybe because they're, like, so much more similar. I don't know. There's a little more aggression with mermaids, but I think there's it's, like, misunderstood in a way. Yeah, I just think it's fear tactics playing in. I think it's humans telling fear tactics stories. I don't know if it's all true, but... Just to finish this story really quick, it says the town of Lockville failed to thrive and eventually what business there was was taken up by the nearby towns of Moncure and Haywood. Haywood! (laughs) Ambrose Ramsey's tavern stood until the late 19th century when it was destroyed in a flood. This was about the same time that the sightings of the mermaids stopped. So as soon as the tavern ended, it seems like the mermaids stopped too. Uh, it's noted that the disappearance of the mermaids seemed to coincide with the building of the first of the series of dams and locks along the course of Cape Fear, perhaps cutting off the path of the mermaids up the sea. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, as soon as they built these dams and stuff and these, um, yeah, these little, off their food they couldn't come way. anymore. And their know, travel source. And that's, like, legit stuff, guys. That's, like, anything else, right, in the world. If we can't... I don't see a lot of people climbing up to Queen Mary, or I think it's Mary Lake, something yeah. like that. I can't. I'm not going up there. Too it's steep. too much. Mm-hmm. And there's like white sheep that are up there that I've never seen before in my life. Yeah, those big horns. With the, yeah, with the little horns. Mm-hmm. And they're climbing around like it ain't no thing, you know? I'm not in my element up there, but I will say I love hiking. Um, so the same thing goes with this. If, if you're cutting off the source of easy access, everybody knows every trail you go on on hiking... There's these animal trails that are right next to the normal trail. If you go to a, if you see a cam, they're yeah. using hiking trails that we've made because animals will take the path of least resistance, right? Yep, and I always. think mermaids will probably do the same thing. But if we're cutting off that source, yeah, that makes total sense. So I think there's a lot of credence there, a lot of credence. Yeah, and there's, uh, you know, there's. There's stories of these things from all over the world. I mean, there's the Japanese lore. There's yeah, the Chinese the lore. The there's the um, you know the African lore, like we said. There's you know pretty much all around. There's the Finn Finn folk, which is yeah. the uh, like the Swedish Finland type one, like in Norway. I think it's Norway. Yeah, Indian culture. It's called the Suvana Macha. It's the daughter of the Toskanth Ravana. Look, guys, we're gonna we're gonna totally butcher these names. Yeah, sorry but... about that, guys. <laughs> Appearing in Thai and other Southeast Asian versions of the Ramayana, she is a mermaid princess who tries to spoil Hanuman's plans to build a bridge to Lanka, but falls in love with him instead. So yeah, another like something that gets cut off, like building a bridge, building a dam, building something. Yeah, that's know? the same thing. I think there's something there. I think that they aren't a fan of us like interfering with the waters. Yeah, there was one I was reading that was the Finfolk one that was the uh, Norway one. And they were saying, like, um, it's these female versions of these creatures, right? They're half human, half fish. And the male versions are actually very ugly and aggressive. They have, like, more of a fish-like presence, whereas the females are more feminine and look more human. And it said that they will come aboard, they'll come onto land and actually have relations with human men because because they don't like the the men of their kind because they're like very aggressive and more fish-like and they kind of have this like refined nature of uh, they're like humans more and so i was thinking of aquaman the whole time i was reading that because it said at the end of it at the end of it they'll leave like as soon as they conceive and stuff they'll leave and go back to their own world which is in the sea she ditches that guy and so it really reminds me of uh, nicole kidman you know going back into her into atlantis you know yeah, so this is really interesting. It makes me wonder, I mean, if anybody has more insight on this stuff, please send it to us. I mean, we, we've done our own little research, and it was kind of a quick, deep dive. 
But and there's so much more. I think we'll cover this again probably because it's such a big topic. My big thing is I want to share the TikTok. I have three or four TikTok videos we're gonna share links on because they're I don't know who these people are that made the TikToks, but I will say that they're le- pretty legit. Yeah. So I just want you guys to see those because it's it kind of blew my mind. Yeah. If we can stress anything to you guys, it's it's follow us on social because we're gonna post links to everything we talk about and um, you can talk to us there. Uh, you message us. I I read every message that we get. Make sure to respond to it and stuff. So. Hey, we're still waiting for somebody to give us a story. If you guys give us a story, guess what happens? You get a free shirt, your own size, whatever color you want. You yep. could do pr- pink, purple, green, yellow, black, gray, whatever you want. Um, we'll, we'll honor that. There's one of, one of our uh, listeners who we covered last on last episode that we uh, gave a shout out to. And she also sent us a new story. And so I said, hey, we're going to give you a shirt. Okay, she gets a shirt. <laughs> and so she'll get one, but we'll also send another one to, to the next person to give us a story. So we're going to work on those two shirts and make sure you guys get them. And we've got um, merch coming eventually for sure, yeah. like in general. So if you guys want to buy stuff, it'll be fun. Yeah. And it's not that we care about that that much. I think it's um we appreciate you guys. Yeah. Totally. It's not that I'm saying that. We just want to show the love. You we, know? we just don't. Yeah, I don't want you to feel like we're trying to, you know, buy you. a bunch of money or something. Yeah, buy, buy you guys into this. We're excited that you're here in general. Um, we started from the bottom, now we're here, Drake style. And we're still here. We're still at the bottom. And we're just having fun. So the thing is, is we're all at the bottom, right, of whatever it is. And we're also at the top. You can have your own mindset on that. So you don't have to fall into whatever category. So a lot of these uh, stories, by the way, with these mermaids, it seems like there is some stories of like the deep sea versions where they're way out there with like ships and stuff. But there's a lot of ones that are really close to the shore. Yeah. I wonder if these things eat like... Uh, Mussels, the stuff yeah, that are close. like kind of bottom feeders that are like, you know, kind of in the deep know, end of stuff like, where we don't go, but it, like not that deep. But you know? let me tell you this. Makes me I wonder. feel like every cryptid, just let's talk about this. Everybody that's on the show knows about a lot of cryptids right you guys yeah. probably follow sasquatch chronicles you probably follow confessionals you probably follow blurry creatures you probably follow all the things paranormal love. portal paranormal portal right shout out um brent good yep. good good group over there so i will say this every single cryptid that i've heard of that i've done research on i feel like is close to people yeah it's like they're always like right on the outskirts they're not like way down in the depths of the desert or way down in the depths of the mountains it's like they're right here yeah. Even like a friend of mine that had an experience, you know, with a Bigfoot that we talked about on my Sasquatch, our Sasquatch episode. It was literally like at the mouth of Provo Canyon, right where everybody hangs out. He's literally watching these students ice blocking down a cliff, down a mountainside, you know? Yeah. No, I just think that we, we spread out a lot, but I also think that they're uh, curious of, of what we are and how we behave and all that kind of stuff, especially Bigfoot. Definitely um, Bigfoot. But I think mermaids too. I think um, if they are humanoid like we are, if they have brains even close to what we have, they're going to look at the ships, like, you know, our sailing boats and all this stuff and wonder what we're doing. If we're throwing, you know, nets out there, they're going to learn from that. They're going to build their own nets, you know. Yeah, that's true. If we're shooting harpoons in the sea, they're going to do the same thing. You know, they're going to be like, wow, that was pretty effective. This thing stabbed right through a fish that, and that's going to get me some food, you know, all that kind of stuff. And and if they are humanoid, if they're evolved from us, they're not going to have, they're not going to have shark teeth. They're not going to have, um, you know, electrocution like an eel. Like the, they're, as a predator, they're going to be pretty, um ineffective unless they use their brains you know and they were gonna have to use tools and just like we do just like bigfoot does you know just like dog i mean dogman's a different thing but bigfoot you know so it's pretty interesting but yeah i hope you guys uh got something out of this episode definitely a weird topic it's one that we kind of halted on for a while but felt like the right time to talk about it and um there's something to this. There's really something to this. And if we have listeners in Africa, we have listeners in, um, you know, Europe, we have listeners, you know, kind of all over the place. And if you guys 
have personal accounts like Ireland. You know, Ireland's kind of a hot spot for this stuff too. Scotland, send us your your stories, you know. If you have seen one of these things, like we really want to talk to you because this is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're out there. I believe they're out there. I think everything's possible. And that's the reason we do this show because I don't think the world's as black and white as they try to paint it. So I agree with that. I feel like it's um, the cryptids are like everywhere in oh, general. Yeah. But I think it's cool that there's hot spots. Like there's definitely something going on. Like how we said I, um, Ohio for Dogman. Yeah. I feel like like Texas and like you know where we're where we're from and up above like the Pacific Northwest and everything that's Bigfoot. Bigfoot areas, stuff. You know? Yeah. Florida. Like, yeah. Because we're in Utah, so we're very close to the desert and Nevada and stuff. There's a lot of rake stories. There's a lot of alien stories. There's yeah. A lot of stuff like that. So I think mm-hmm. it's cool that you guys are um, riding with us and. Uh, yeah, everywhere has different things that can contribute to this crazy society, this crazy world we're in. Yeah, that we don't even know. Like none of us know anything about this. Still, we're just right. trying to figure it out. So, yeah. thank you guys for rolling with us. It's fun. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, tune in next time. We're gonna have another fun topic for you real soon, and we appreciate it. We got a, a couple different um, interviews lined up again too, so those will be fun. We love interviewing people. So if you want to be on the show, write to us supernaturalstation5 at gmail.com. We'll talk to you about your encounters or your situation, and, and see if we want to get you on the show. And uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you next time. Friday.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.